0: One, two. Check. One, two. It is August 3rd, 2020. This is the first ever podcast of Sam walking in the world. Um, I suppose if this is like a pilot on television or a first time of pretty much anything, I'm supposed to tell you who I am. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure it matters. Uh, I think I think what matters more is how I am. And uh, in my description, when I signed up to do this podcast, I wrote uh, thoughts of a guy who used to be unhappy. And I think, for the time being, that's a pretty good description of who I am. Um, I guess it begs the question, why was I unhappy? Um, what kind of things made me unhappy? Um, I'll get to all that eventually, I'm sure, if I continue to do this. Um, but I'm happy now. And uh, I think it's possible for people who are unhappy to become happy. I didn't really organize this into any kind of program or anything like that, and I'm basically doing this just cathartically kind of for myself, but I don't know, I hate to say these words, but people said I should do a podcast. I'm sure everyone's got people around that tell them they should write a book or do a podcast or write a movie script or who knows what. And I used to care about that. I do like to write. But that isn't the purpose of this. Um, To be honest, I'll be as interested as you are. Well, maybe more interested than you are. (laughs) In um, what exactly I end up saying. So, here we go. Um, I think the very first and most important thing that made me unhappy was that I was always trying to and never able to have some degree of control over my life. I don't mean like control the car going down the street or, you know, control the words coming out of my mouth, but more like just things in general. It used to always amaze me when I would hear people say, just let it go. Something's bothering them or they're mulling over something, chewing on a bone they can't let go of. And Someone says, just let it go. That was unheard of. If, you, if you're like me or like the way I was, it's just not possible to let something go. I have to continue thinking about it until I achieve some resolution that in my mind places me in a position where I know I have it under control. And this is not uh, limited to big things. This, is, this goes the, runs the whole gamut. And I guess the one that keeps coming back to my mind that gives me an idea of just how much I can't let things go is um, what I have come to call my laundry test. I, uh, My laundry basket sits on the floor of my man cave. And um, when I'm done with something, I'll take it off and I'll throw it into the laundry basket. Only sometimes it doesn't make it all the way into the laundry basket. I know I'm eventually going to go over there to the laundry basket. So if it doesn't go in, I can pick it up and put it in. Or it might be hanging off the rim. And there is this unstoppable urge that I have to go take it and put it all the way in the laundry basket. Now it belongs in the laundry basket. My intent was to put it in the laundry basket. I suppose I could have just walked over and put it in the laundry basket. But I didn't. I chose to throw it. And I'm usually, I am usually got a pretty good shot. But I can always measure my my, the, the the degree to which I need to control things by whether or not I can leave the clothes on the floor or next to the laundry bin. I made an effort. It's not like I just leave clothes all over my room. But, you know, someone once told me, you know, the people that have helped me become happy, I'll, I'll leave them nameless. I'll just mention people from time to time. But somebody once told me that there's an awful lot of room if you're a person like me with a, such a high degree of need for control. Someone was told me that um, I have a lot of room to work with, they said. I have this, <coughs> I guess, fear that if I loosen the screw a little bit, it's going to come all the way unscrewed. if I I move just a little bit in the margins to letting things go, I'm going to let everything go. And and the guy once told me, the way you're wired, you have a lot to work with. And um, I try to remember that because I just don't think I have the ability to allow things to just completely go to chaos. And if you're like me, I don't know, or we're like me, kind of a nervous person, and you probably have a similar feeling. Um, I try to remember that I have room to work with. The whole room isn't going to be a mess just because there's one piece of clothes on the floor. And in the big scope of things, what difference does it make? For some reason, in my mind, it does. So that's my laundry test. So if you're ever tossing clothes into your laundry basket and you miss... Pay attention to the feeling that you have. Ask yourself, how important is it that that actually goes in there? Am I really thinking that if I don't pick that up, all of a sudden there'll be clothes all over the place and mice running around? I lived in a house like that growing up. It was like uh, you always had to take your shoes off before you entered the the kitchen. Because that's the door that you entered the house to. It could be, a, it could be a, a perfectly sunny, dry, mid-August day and you walked on nothing but parking lot. You still had to take your shoes off because if you didn't, then eventually you would be walking in the house with shoes on that weren't walked on a dry day through a parking lot in mid-August. It would be the middle of winter and it would be muddy snow and you'd be tracking it all over the kitchen. You, you wouldn't be on this instance, but if you did it this time, God knows what could eventually happen, it would be chaos. And it just... I don't know if it's our wiring in my family or if it's just uh, our, our upbringing. When they say nature, usually trumps nurture. So I'm going to go with genes. But either way, I've got lots of room to work with. And I use the laundry basket test to remind myself. I recommend it. Um, another thing that I kind of... That, is a barometer for how well I can let things go is um, is that I'm always tempted to to go back and change text messages that have been misautocorrected. autocorrected Like I meant to write the word in a while and I changed it to I'm a while. Or, you know, just things that don't even bear much meaning in the message. But something inside me says, first, I, I recognize that the other person is going to know that it's a misautocorrect. I don't think that they're going to think I meant I'm. But something makes me want to have to go back and change it to in. Or send another text that says in. Like, that way they'll know that I knew that it was a, mis- or a correct, Even though they already knew it was. And that I recognized it and corrected it. It all seems like an exercise in stupidity. Well, really, control somehow I put those words into the world incorrectly and I had to correct them. Maybe it's because of the way I think that person will think about me. But again, that's it's pretty nuts. It's kind of, <clears throat> I guess, a window into how I was. I don't make autocorrect corrections now. And as I sit here, I'm looking across the room and I see that there are at least two articles of clothing dangling over the side of my. Laundry basket. If one was on the floor, who knows? Um, I've kind of learned that this instinct to be in control um, I think it's out of fear. I think it's out of fear. I have to I have to ensure things. I have to make sure outcomes happen in a way that is most mm, prudent. Um, and 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 I'm invariably, or was invariably, disappointed. No, I've heard people joke: if you set expectation if you don't set expectations, well, then you never have to worry about being disappointed. And in a sense, that's true. It doesn't mean that you can't have expectations. Though. But we, I, tend to make them, or used to tend to make them, very unrealistic. Even small things. So what I try to do is, over the course of the day, and I try to do it consciously, but I never write it down. That's another thing. Lists. A list does not increase the likelihood of the items on it getting done. It serves some other purpose. It's like uh, I'm reminding myself that I plan on getting to this. I'm going to get this done. So whatever I happen to be doing at the moment, it's okay that I'm not doing one of those things because I'm going to do them. If they're important enough for me to write them on a list, I have a feeling they're going to recur in my mind. Whatever it was that first caused the instinct to, to impulse to write that down I just I don't think it's just going to go away and if it does I probably don't need to do it but for some reason I had to make sure I wrote it down it was like a way of telling myself sometimes I wouldn't get things on the list done and I have to make an excuse to myself sometimes even write it in parentheses I had to babysit couldn't do this who the hell am I talking to? So anyway, I make a list of of uh, I guess what you could call for lack of a better name don't bothers. and I try to collect them as many as I can and it, it really works, or at least it works for me. So don't bothers are things that you might ha- um, things that you might have said or done that you decided not to bother. And, and there's just some of them are very poignant after they happen. Some of them are just mundane. Like this morning I, I I was for some reason planning and mentioning to my wife that I didn't sleep well. I was I was asleep for an hour or two and I'd wake up and I was kind of fitful. I couldn't get in the right position to sleep. And I was going to say that to her. I think I was going to say that to her because I felt – the effect of not having slept well. And then I thought to myself after a second, why am I going to tell her that? I mean, I get, that's important to share with your wife and all, but like, what, what would be my point in doing that? I don't want her to do anything. I don't really even need her to know it. And so I, choose, I, I chose that as a don't bother to say. Um, one of my don't bother to do's that I've already done today is I didn't write down this list of things that I was going to talk about. I made notes as thoughts occurred to me over the course of the last week, but um, I didn't really plan anything in concrete because I honestly didn't know what I was going to end up saying. But I definitely did accomplish what I wanted. I told you how I am compared to how I was. And I started telling you about how my need for control was one of the causes of my unhappiness. Um, you'll probably hear me re- reiterate things like the Don't Bother List and, uh, and um, other things that, that I just have as recurring trends in my life because they keep me from being unhappy. Um, But there's a lot more to come, and uh, this is just a trial run, so uh, I'm not really sure where this is going to go, but thank you for listening, nevertheless.